Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first real episode of 2020. You're listening to That's My Jam Stack, the podcast where we dare to ask the question, what is your jam in the jam stack? I'm your host, Brian Robinson, and today on the show, we have a speaker, author, teacher, and a developer relations engineer at Auth0, Sam Julien. I'm also pleased to welcome back to the show our sponsor, TakeShape. Find out more about their content platform after the episode or head over to takeshape.io slash that's my jam stack for more information. All right, Sam, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Yeah, thanks. I'm really happy to be here. Cool. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do for work? What do you do for fun? That sort of thing. Yeah, so I am a developer advocate engineer at Auth0, which is um, just sort of a fancy word for developer relations. And uh, so basically spend my time doing a lot of uh, interacting with developers who use Auth0, the product, and then uh, kind of taking that feedback back to the different teams. Uh, and so I, I do a lot of speaking at events and, and things like that and working on basically combining X technology with Auth0 and trying to find the problems with it. Um, and then for... Fun. I actually live in a rural area of the Pacific Northwest. I live on 10 acres of land um, with my partner. And then we have some friends who also are in the own the land with us. And so they come up on weekends and stuff. And so we have uh, we have 20 chickens that we raise oh, wow. and uh, we're getting some eggs from. And uh, yeah. And so ever since moving onto this land, that's sort of taken over as my hobby. <laughs> Um, I feel like I was a lot more interesting when I lived in Portland as far as like hobbies and activities, but that's aside from, uh, taking care of the property. I basically, I see you have a breath of the wild artwork on your wall and that's basically my current hobby is playing breath of the wild. Nice. <laughs> so, you, could, you could think almost a lifetime yeah. into that. So that'd be fine. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I, I don't know if I'm gonna go for, I, so we, we only got a switch a few months ago and, um, I don't know if I'm going to go for completion on it, but my, but Amy is definitely, she's already, I think she's already got like 105 shrines or something and she's, she's going for a hundred percent. So you, you could spend a long time going for a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so do you eat a lot of the eggs that you get fresh from the chickens? Or are you, well, we, we just, they actually just started laying, um, like a week ago. Actually, we, we got them when they were chicks and, um, so, I think we've almost got a dozen at this point, so we're probably going to start eating them pretty soon. Um, their first ones are always kind of duds because they're like trying to figure it out and all <laughs> that stuff, not fully formed. And so, but I, I think we're we're just about there to start eating them. Nice. So. <laughs> all right. Well, this is this is neither a chicken podcast nor a gaming podcast. So let's let's talk about the jam sack a little bit, right? Yeah, I suppose uh, we should talk about the jam sack. <laughs> So what was kind of your entry point into this idea, uh, whether there was static sites back in the day, Jamstack nowadays, what's your, what's your entry point? Well, I mean, aside from, you know, the, uh, the, the real static site being like index.html and everything, <laughs> aside from that, I would say my, my introduction to the Jamstack was through Gatsby and my introduction to Gatsby was just through, um, uh, so before I was in developer relations at Auth0, I was on the content team. So I was writing tutorials and stuff. And uh, we sort of went through this process. The, the blog at Auth0 is in Jekyll. And there's sort of this 
ongoing debate internally of whether to migrate to Gatsby or not. And I don't, I don't know if they're going to end up doing it or not, because you know how it is with, uh, wanting to rewrite a platform. It's like, it's like, is this a good idea? Like legacy code is still, it still works. So, (laughs) but, uh, so anyway, so that's, so some colleagues on that team were telling me about Gatsby and, so I started looking into it and I, I kind of just like instantly fell in love with it and started uh, messing around with it and building stuff with it and uh, looking at everybody else's blogs and portfolios that they were making with it. And it just really like scratched the itch for me of both being a developer and a writer. And I just really liked it. So then that kind of led down the path of the rest of the Jamstack and all that. I got you. So when you got into so, Gatsby, uh, had you done a lot of React previously or was that new too? It was actually um, kind of my way into React uh, because I, I'm i historically an Angular developer. Like I, I came from C Sharp and then uh, like C Sharp and Angular kind of go really well together. And so I've done, I had done a bunch of Angular over the last few years. And then, uh, but Auth0 basically uses React almost exclusively internally. And so I was, it was already sort of on my list of things to learn, but, um, Gatsby was sort of a nice, like way into react because it handled all the tooling and everything since it's just, it's basically just a supercharged create react app. And so it sort of gave me this nice platform to just dig into, uh, react while not having to kind of worry about the. Uh, all the tooling involved, you know? And it's also got, I think, I think a pretty strong set of opinions too, which helps kind of guide on best right. practices. Right, exactly. And, and Angular, like Angular has a ton of strong opinions. And so that's sort of what I was used to. I mean, it's sort of, there's pros and cons to both approach, both approaches. But um, I think when I was first starting to learn React, when I uh, joined Auth0, I was a little like dizzied by just how many different ways you can slice and dice react. Uh, and so Gatsby really did kind of help just kind of narrow the focus of like, here's like a set of tools, like a ready made thing for you. Now just write some react and, and figure it out, you know? So, uh, how are you using the Jamstack professionally? I mean, I know you said that, that they're debating coming to, to Gatsby and they, they are on Jekyll but you're not on that content team anymore. Uh, are you doing some Jamstack type things in your developer relations at Auth0? Yeah, so I, I, I'm I sort of doing both uh, stuff personally and professionally with it. From the professional side at Auth0, it's mostly, I've been really kind of digging into what authentication looks like in the Jamstack because it's kind of an interesting, uh, it's, a, it's an interesting new problem set because it's sometimes it's more like a traditional web app and sometimes it's more like just a single page application and sometimes you have these serverless models that you have to authenticate and stuff like that so so i'm sort of in this research phase right now of like trying to build different prototypes with gatsby or next or you know things like that and um wrap my head around what the problem set looks like of like, when is it more like a traditional web app? When is it more like a spa? When is there sort of this in-between weird case of uh, serverless stuff and all that? And so that's sort of what I'm doing now is is figuring out how Auth0 fits in with Jamstack stuff and uh, how we can 
make it easy for developers and and that kind of thing. And then from the on the personal side of things, I'm using Gatsby to build um, build. I'm rebuilding. I am rebuilding my own personal site with Gatsby, <laughs> which is I still am not convinced it's a great idea, but I'm going to do it anyway. And <laughs> and uh, and then I I built I I loved Gatsby so much, but I I couldn't find exactly like the way of teaching it that that I liked, and so I built a course for a a platform called Thingster.io on Gatsby, just sort of like getting started with Gatsby. Um, and so um, that's been a, sort of another side project endeavor is this this course and different content. I ended up doing a couple egghead lessons on some Gatsby stuff. And so that's sort of a, my Gatsby sort of fueling my side hustle as well <laughs> as my day job right now. <laughs> cool. So uh, so what is kind of the thing that brings you to the Jamstack in terms of what, what do you love about it? What's your what's your jam in the Jamstack? I uh, I really think this whole concept of not needing to pair a server with uh, a front end is really nice. I just think that nowadays there there are so many different like SaaS products and like serverless products and things like that that like when do you uh, it seems like for a lot of cases other than complex enterprise stuff, you don't really need to spend a lot of time messing with building your own server and all of that. You know, it's, it's just like if you're just doing, um, if you're pulling in data from outside, you know, like Twilio or wherever, you know, or Airtable or things like that, or if you're just making like a, uh, recently, a lot of developer relations, as you know, is building a lot of sample apps. And so recently I've been thinking I, I would always build like a little express server to serve up data and stuff like that. And now I'm sort of like, there's not really any point. In, I could just put this in a serverless function and reuse the same thing over and over again. And I don't really need it. So I'm, I'm really liking that, that the Jamstack has sort of opened up, like it's making so much stuff easier for um, a large a large percentage of um, apps that people need to build. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so you come from a, like a C sharp background. So you're obviously not afraid of server side languages. I myself deathly afraid of server side <laughs> languages. So kind of, do you have a point where you would go and spin up your own server now, or are you going to just be going in this serverless way going forward? Well, I mean, I can see, so like my my previous jobs were at like in doing like line of business applications for like bigger companies. So one was like a finance company and one was like a, a renewable energy nonprofit. So there those places have a lot of complex business logic that has to happen, uh, you know, with a bunch of data in a database where you have to manipulate and run a bunch of business rules and stuff like that. And to, to me, that that seems like kind of the obvious use case for like a real server where you actually like have a lot of stuff that has to interact with the database and, you know, sort of the more traditional route of of servers and databases and all that. And so but I think for a lot of modern stuff that's not enterprise level, the the serverless Jamstack stuff works pretty well, you know, and especially with having node i mean you can sort of just use javascript all the time and it's just things are just so much easier it's it's really nice <laughs> yeah and a, fr a front-end dev and designer like me like it's just 
makes my life so much more pleasant. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So, uh, so the, kind of the whole methodology of that is, is where, where you're going with your jam, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Basically the whole philosophy. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, so in terms of serverless and all that, right? So you said you, you started ex- uh, exploring authentication in this world for, for Auth0. How's that going? Cause I'll be honest, I haven't done a whole lot of research into it yet. It's interesting. And, um, one thing we can link to is, um, one of our architects named Sandrino wrote this really cool article on, uh, Next.js and Auth0, and Auth but I mean, it, it's with Auth0, but it also, anytime we write about Auth0, we try to also have things that are basically broad, more broad for authentication in general, but we're sort of figuring out that there's these, um, like I said, sort of three different models basically of like sometimes it's more like a traditional web app because you're basically if you're if you're doing everything server side then it's sort of more like a traditional web app right because you're you're not really running anything in the browser i mean you're running it in the browser but you're not there's nothing dynamic happening in the browser and so you would kind of go with the standard uh standard web app approach and then there's things like gatsby are sort of um like Gatsby is interesting because it's it got its start as like a static site generator, but it's never actually like wholly a static site, right? Because it's still React running, you know, like as a spa. And mm-hmm. so that's sort of this weird case where it's like it's kind of a static site, but really you would authenticate it just like you would a spa mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, but then there's this like Next has this whole thing with the serverless deployment model and uh, from there, you sort of have to determine like where I need the authenticated data. Like, do I need it when the page first renders or do I need it later? Um, and Sandrino has some nice diagrams in that article that will do a better job of explaining it than I can in audio. But, Lo- lovely word mouth blogging. Is yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that stuff's really interesting. And I, I'm still sort of wrapping my head around it all and building out sample apps and stuff like that. But but it's it's interesting, uh, and it's definitely as the Jamstack continues to be be as popular as it is, more and more people will need to understand how to protect all their data and everything. So yeah, and, and auth is probably the one of the biggest challenges to like adoption in the Jamstack right now too. Like how yeah, how do so. I protect pages when it's just static? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, architecture and content and developer relations at Auth0 have all been sort of mulling this over for a little <laughs> while because and I think actually for this article Sandrino was talking to people at Zeit and stuff because it's sort of like how do we want to do this you know like what are the best practices here so let's create, create some uh, some standards for it and kind of go yeah. from there yeah exactly cool um, so let's, let's, let's talk, uh, musical jam now. What, what are you listening to? What's, uh, what's your favorite song or musician or genre? I finally, I have a great answer for this now. And it's <laughs> because, uh, so have you ever heard of, uh, the band Big Thief? I have not. They, so they, um, on their last, on their most recent album, their, their single is called Not. And it's got, it's like one of that my like favorite songs that I've heard in several years, like there's something very emotional about it. That is just really awesome. And it's nice because I, I, uh, 
yeah, I just haven't, I haven't felt that kind of like connection to a song in a really long time. So I've been, I've been playing that a lot, not by Big Thief. Uh, let's see, what else, what else have I been? I feel like as I get older, I have less and less like, uh, emotional connection to things because I'm not young and nostalgic anymore. But, (laughs) um, uh, let's see, what have I been listening to other than that? Uh, I liked Tool's new album a lot. Um, I liked Angel Olsen's most recent album. I'm a really big Angel Olsen fan. Mm. She's sort of like the singer-songwriter type, but her album uh, a couple years ago called, what was it called? My Woman in 2016. That was a fantastic album, Mm. if you haven't listened to it. I've not. Um, That's actually my favorite thing on the podcast, other than learning about new technology, is learning about all these like drastically different musical tastes and going and listening to what, what everyone says. I, I, yeah, I love that. I think that's a really great, when I saw that question in the invite, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a great, I like that. <laughs> I, I'd be curious. What's, uh, what's your current jam right now? What are you listening to? Oh God, to? you turned the tables on Yeah, me. I'm turning the tables. First time. Um, you know, I just, I'm, I'm behind the times always like that uh, perpetually. Uh, me too. But I just this past summer went and saw Hamilton. It, the touring company came around Nice. and I didn't think I was going to like, I thought I would like it. I like musical theater well enough, but like I am in love with it and it gets me going in the mornings. Like it really pumps me up. And then I go and research all the founding fathers and realize how horrible they were, but it, uh, it gets me going at least. Yeah. Now, uh, Hamilton, Amy was really into Hamilton. And so, and I I kind of, I'm like neutral towards musical theater. Like I don't, I, I don't dislike it. I don't, you know, but, um, Amy was really into it. And so when it came to Portland, I got us tickets and we went and I'll admit, like, I loved it. I thought it was like, it was not overrated at all. Like I kind of went into it expecting it to be a little overrated because it's so popular, but Mm. like, I thought it was fantastic. There's a reason it won all those awards. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) some, some things are, are hyped up because they're actually that great, you know, (laughs) like, Like Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I found that, that running to it actually works really well, too. So if it, I'm trying to get into running and it has just the right beat for how bad I am at running. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. I um, I re- I had seen In the Heights a long time ago. And so I already liked Lin- Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great. Yeah. If you ever have a chance, I don't know if. In the Heights is still playing anywhere, but if you ever have a chance to see it, it's a really good one. It's yeah, I didn't about, even know he had written anything before that, and I researched what he had done. I was like, "Oh, you've done this before, okay?" Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's super talented. Um, but that one is about like Washington Heights in New York and stuff like that. It's really great. Um, For someone indifferent towards uh, towards musical theater, you've you've got at least that much knowledge. Yeah, that's true. I I, I kind of uh, yeah, I I would say. Other than that, though, I'm I tend to be pretty neutral about about uh, musical theater. I could take it or yeah. leave it. I I respect it, and I respect that other people love it. It's just not it's just not my thing. Not my jam. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. All right, and so let me let me ask: uh, Is there anything that you would like to promote? Get out to the jams that community. Anything you're doing that you want to get out there? Yeah, I'll say on the on the professional side. Um, yeah, just keep an eye on Auth Zero for. Jamstack stuff because we're actively working on it and and if people have like input or things they want to talk about we have a great community forum um so if you're running into authentication problems in Jamstack stuff like definitely let us know because we're always kind of 
putting our ear to the ground and trying to figure out what problems people are having so we can try to solve them. Um, and then personally, yeah, the, um, the Gatsby course on Thinkster, uh, I'm really proud of it. I think it's a, a good course. And, uh, so that would be good. Um, I'm also, I just started, I'm starting this new project called get a job in tech. That's, um, I'm a self-taught developer. I transitioned from finance and I was lucky cause I had some mentors that sort of shepherded me along the way and not everybody has that. And so I'm starting this new, I, it's still really early, but basically, uh, I plan on, I, I'm, I'm already like re- sending out emails and stuff and writing content for it, but it's basically to help people with the like meta skills of getting your first job. Cause I feel like a lot of people think, you know, they, they learned, a, they learned some stuff on like free code camp or any, any other great site on learning to code. And then they sort of get stuck. Cause they're like, okay, where's like, how do I actually get the job? And you just sort of throw your resume up on a lot of places. And then you get these rejection letters that are like, you don't have any experience. And you're like, no, duh, I don't have any experience. <laughs> so there's all these it's other a junior position. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Like literally like that's what it is. Like, and so there's all these skills of like, like learning in public with GitHub and stuff like that, that like not many people really teach you, you know, <laughs> like there's sort of an art to getting your, getting a job and that kind of thing. So that I, I've been really thinking about that lately. And so I started that up as a, as sort of a labor of love <laughs> and, and where's that uh, it's it's get a job in dot tech basically i'll i'll paste in the link yeah and then and then basically everything i do is tracked at samjuline.com so you can always go there and i have an occasional email list and stuff like that so if you ever want to keep up with talks i'm doing or lessons i'm publishing on egghead or thinkster or anything like that Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today and share your insights. Um, and I hope that you keep doing awesome stuff at Auth Zero and that your chickens' eggs are delicious. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. No problem. All right. Well, take care. Thanks. All right. It is sponsor time. I want to take a second and thank this week's sponsor, Take Shape. Take Shape calls their offering a content platform, and that's that's really the best description. They have a handy CMS, a static site generator, and a simple GraphQL API all ready to use on the Jamstack. Beyond all that, they also have new features coming out all the time, like their new Mesh product that allows you to mix and match data from multiple sources into one neat GraphQL interface. If all that sounds interesting to you, be sure to go to takeshape.io slash that's my Jamstack to find out more. And as always, I want to thank the Jamstack community for listening, for responding on Twitter, for talking about things and communities, just for being an amazing place to work, to play, and to spend my time. So if you like this podcast, let me know by hitting the like, subscribe, all those good things in whatever podcast app you use. And until next week, keep doing amazing things and keep things jamming.